Hello, and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Friday, June 28th, 2019. Broadcasting from Oliver's room because he is currently not in his room. He's um, in our bed, so this is the quietest area in the apartment um, at the moment. So I am making a note to actually watch the timer here because since I'm, again, recording on my iPhone, the uh, mobile garage band app... Uh, basically has a limit of 20 minutes before it just shuts off. And so in order to avoid messy editing on the desktop end, I'm just going to try and keep this under 20 minutes, which I think is a good time for everyone involved. Um, So it's been two and a half weeks, like 17 days since the last uh, life report. And looking at my notes that I made um, this morning, uh, a lot has happened. So Let's see, uh, two weeks ago, the National um, were in Brooklyn, and so that, of course, meant a lot of fun hanging out and socializing and music listening, and um, our friend Peter from Cincinnati, um, who lives in Oakley near my sister and uh, near Brian's family, and like we always see them when um, we're back in Cincinnati. We see Pete and, Pete and Roth and, and Brian and the family. Um, Peter came to New York for uh, ostensibly for the two for the two national shows and also just I think a, a reason to come visit. So that was a lot of fun on his first day uh, that he arrived. I took the day off to uh, chaperone Oliver's class field trip um, field day, which was at Brooklyn Bridge Park on Pier Six, and it was just a bunch of running around and playing games, and that was a lot of fun. And then um. In the 90 minutes I had between bringing Oliver back to school and then having to go pick him up, I went and met Pete, another parent, and I. We went down to Other Half. We walked down to Other Half and had a quick um, small beer there. And then, um, yeah, then that week we saw two national shows. Uh, really great, as usual. Uh, it seemed like the volume was a little louder this year in the park, which was nice, in Prospect Park. And, uh, yeah, just saw a lot of... A lot of friendly familiar faces there it was a, a great two nights um courtney barnett opened both shows and she was just awesome to watch i missed her the second night because i had to stay um i couldn't get to the park in time but the first night i, wa- I went up close with uh, pete and also my friend meg was up there from the neighborhood and um yeah courtney barnett was just just amazing um really fun to watch her band her band is the drummer is great he's one of those drummers and i find this tall drummers do this often all of his drums and cymbals were at complete 90 degree angles to the ground. And I'm always like, well, how do you like hit the rack, Tom? If it's like, you got to like hit, you know, over it from above to basically get a good strike. Anyway, great, great band. Um, and uh, a rare thing happened that night after the second show. You know, there was a bit of a quote unquote after party, which was in the um, in the left side tent not the big right side tent but the left side tent which is kind of a smaller tent and um i think they moved it this year where they quote unquote have after parties it's not as fun because it's like just weird lighting over there <laughs> they don't really have bathrooms and everyone just wants to kind of get out of there but um we walked home peter and i and um, our friend john shaw uh back to carroll gardens and the rarest thing happened um we got lost in our own neighborhood but we basically went down the wrong street because we weren't paying attention and it was very foggy and um 
we ended up like at a dead end in the canal and we're just like wait a minute this is second avenue not third avenue which is it's kind of funny to actually manage to get lost in brooklyn um and then the second night was uh an interesting night at the at the national show because one of my bands i get wild which is our talking heads band um we played a show, a late show at Three's Brewing, meaning like we went on around eleven fifteen, and we planned it as a late show because uh, the show coincided with the national show, and all of our friends would either be <laughs> on stage or at the national. So we're like, well, let's try and see what happens when we play late, and we spread the word that um, we were playing late, and a lot of people came, and it was awesome. A lot of people came from the show, so I guess it worked. It can work. Um, and it was a nice, sweaty, great show. Uh, so that was fun. I, I think the next I Get Wild show won't be till the uh, spring, or till the spring, till the fall. But um, I love playing with those guys. So um, with our little Threes Brewing crew. Um, let's see. Other big events from the past couple of weeks. Um, Matt Tyson here in the neighborhood, former bassist and um, the great late, great Goes Cube, hosted his... Uh, irregular but um once in a while bourbon meetup where me and pete and a couple of other guys uh pete d'angelo from the neighborhood not pete from cincinnati go and taste bourbons that matt has laid out for us generally along a sort of theme and um it was another great night of drinking bourbon eating snacks uh and playing records and watching youtube videos of um well rush um let's see Oliver graduated from kindergarten. There was a ceremony they call a stepping up ceremony uh, at school, and it was very cute. And he was, you know, a little like deer in the headlights on stage, which I expected. So he he didn't sing along too much to the songs that everyone rehearsed. Uh, One what a wonderful world and three little birds. But um, it was very. I think he knew it was a big deal. So that was great. Um, he's now a first grader since school ended. He officially is a first grader, which blows my mind. Um, we had uh, the monthly Grateful Dead night, uh, so that went well. A bit of a quiet one this month in terms of like friends hanging out, but it was still a fun time. We had a good little crew of Pete and David Goldstein, and um, uh, who else was there? Oh, our friend Matt Frampton came. So um, just sitting around, listening to the Dead, and um, nice night at, at Threes, and... Geez, there's a lot of stuff that happened. Going through my notes here, um, my friend Gabe, my old bandmate from Taka Taka, Gabe, um, who lives a few blocks from me here in the neighborhood, he got married um, down in Philadelphia at the Barnes Foundation, which is an art museum on, uh, what's it called, Benjamin Franklin Parkway or something. Um, not like the main art museum. It's it's in a modern building, and wow. So the wedding guests were allowed to view the collection for an hour or something and it's a serious collection I mean, there was multiple like literally at least 10 Cezans, literally at least 10 renoirs um several van goghs several matisses several picassos um and i've been told that there's a documentary about the barns after whom this museum is named and <laughs> it's my friend implied there may be some shadiness going on there in terms of like how the collection was amassed or who this person was but i will investigate but for now i'll just think about it was pretty amazing to be to have a museum to yourself privately um and the wedding was beautiful uh i can tie in some beer here we went afterwards we went to um a brewery in philadelphia called um uh 
oh my goodness, what was it called? Broken, broken amendment? I can't even think, crime and punishment, sorry, crime and punishment. Um, pretty good stuff, pretty good stuff. Um, and then I uh, drove home the next day. Uh, Julie and I got an, a ride with um, Drew Thurlow, another Taka Taka member, and um, Drew and his wife Jen in the uh, in their Drew Baru, the Subaru. And it's just, you know, it's kind of fun to go on a road trip for two hours and just kind of talk in a car for two hours. I forgot about that. And because usually I'm driving with the family, so which is obviously nice too, but it's, it's fun to go with, with friends and, you know, rest stops are fun, the whole thing. So and two hours is the perfect road trip <laughs> length, you know. Um, but yeah, we came back from Philly that Sunday and uh, last week and I went pretty much straight to City Field for Dead & Company. Um, they only had one show this year as opposed to two stadium shows and uh, it meant that like the, sh- both, like the show was very, very sold out as opposed to having two shows that were like barely sold out or maybe not sold out. So it was uh it was crowded, but um, you know, in the went to the parking lot, shake down before. I was looking for a shirt for me, and no one had the mediums of the shirts I wanted. So I bought a shirt for Oliver. Not that that precluded that, but I bought him a a shirt with like the Sesame Street characters as the dancing bears, and it says, "Can you tell me how to get to Shakedown Street?" Very cute, and he loves it because he's very into Sesame Street lately. Um, and uh. <clears throat> We had a good crew uh, for that too. Um, we always get, I always get general admission floor, and at City Field it's nice because they don't oversell it, so you have a lot of room if you want to hang at the back. Unlike say Wrigley Field, where the floor is just packed. There, I saw Dead and Company at Wrigley Field two years ago, and it was it was tight even at the very back. Um, but City Field is nice. Was there with Pete again? Um, Krukoff. Uh, ran into a bunch of friends on the floor, including um, Amir Barlev, who directed Long Strange Trip. <clears throat> and, excuse me, <clears throat> he's, um, he's become, he, he's, a, he's a pal and he lives here in Brooklyn too. And um, he brought his family, which was really nice. Um, it was nice to meet all of them and the kids. And we spent the second set sort of uh, near Jeff Conklin uh, from from um, WFMU, Uh it was just a really nice show. And then, you know, Sunday night, that's a very long subway ride back from Flushing. Um, like, I think we was literally 90 minutes. We were on the 7 train and the F train all the way back. But but it's worth it. So, And pretty good show this year. Like, um, uh, the band, like, kind of was loose and tight. They seemed very, like, comfortable with each other, which I guess they should be after a few years now. But it was a good show. Um, and this week, um, well, last night I saw a great band, um, at Three's Brewing, <clears throat> a band called Spectre Folk, who are local, and I don't think they play too much outside of New York, but they have a very interesting makeup. The, there's a, there's a main person who plays guitar and sings the songs and I think writes the songs, um, and I can't think of his name right now, uh, but he's sort of the front person of this band. There's four people on second guitar is this guy peter Meehan, um who is uh oh i first met him through a f- he's a friend of one of my co-djs at dead night bradley um peter i we i met at dead night a few years ago at three's brewing he is the former editor-in-chief of lucky peach magazine and i think he is currently like the food editor at the la times or something 
And um, he host co-hosted that ugly, delicious show on Netflix with David Chang, um, at least the first season. So Peter's on second guitar. He was playing a Rickenbacker, a nice, beautiful red Rickenbacker. And on bass is Mark Eibold from Pavement. And on drums is Steve Shelley from Sonic Youth. Uh, so it was pretty great. There was like, I guess, I'd say 30 people there last night. And I just, I walked in um, a couple of songs late, apparently. Uh, and I just walked right up to the front bench and just sat down literally right next to the band and just watched <laughs> watched this great band from up close. And like to watch Steve Shelley from like seven feet away drum um, was great. His hi-hat is so low. It's like I almost as low as it can go on, on like a hi-hat stand. And it's like maybe an inch higher than a snare drum so it's so interesting to watch him play hi-hat and like snare drum together because it's kind of um you got to be like your your arms and hands and wrists have to like know what they're doing when, when they're both at the same level um and he has such a nice tight snap um not just on the snare drum but on um the toms he really gets a, a snap out of the toms hitting them hard um it's really great to watch great drummers up close and just observe their little nuances and their little tricks because everyone's so different. Um, and now I've got some ideas next time I go downstairs and play the drums. Um, so let's see, how are we doing on time? Doing okay. i got a, like maybe a few more minutes here. Um, oh, well, actually, I didn't even finish last night, <laughs> the last night thing. So, uh, yeah, afterwards... Um, hung around with Josh Stileman, one of the proprietors of Threes and Bradley, and um, we talked to Mark Eibold for like an hour, and it turns out he has family in Cincinnati and actually near where I grew up, and we were just talking about one thing that we connected on, amongst other things, was the great tradition of of um, um, dairy whips in Cincinnati. It's kind of sort of like ice cream stands that also sell chili, um, and they're little like, you know, seasonal things that are pop-up little like tiny cabins and parking lots and they're all over Cincinnati first he um first he was like have you heard of Putz's Creamy Whip I was like of course this is a famous one but um there's I said there's one near my neighborhood he's like what is it and I said gold top and he said I was there for the opening day of opening day of the season like a month ago and I was like wow so you know no one else has ever heard of gold top creamy whip besides I guess Mark Eibold and um so that was really nice. Um, maybe he'll be out. He, he expressed interest in coming to a dead night, um, so maybe next month. Um, and getting back to Peter, the guitar player, Peter Meehan, I first really, we actually connected, even though I met him at dead night, but that following the following morning of that dead night two years ago, I got a text from our mutual friend, and he said, can you go look at the coat you have? And I was like, hmm, I got out of bed, walked to a coat rack, and it turns out that I had a coat very similar to mine, but it was black and mine's navy blue. And I guess Peter took my coat upon leaving the night before. So we had to meet um, at Broadway Lafayette Station and literally exchange our coats. It was very funny. It must have looked funny to people as two people approached each other, took off their coats, exchanged them, put them on, shook hands and walked away. Um, so anyway, last night he was like, he's like, hey, yes, the coat thing. And I was like, yeah, hey. <laughs> um, anyway. Moving on quickly to books in the last few minutes here. I finished Grant and I, the Robert Forster, not the actor, but the member of the go-betweens, Robert Forster's book. It was excellent. Um, very moving memoir, especially as it, it ends with Grant McLennan's death, um, unexpected death in 2006. Um, great. And it, it's 
it's really gotten me into the go-betweens. I don't know the go-betweens music very well, even though I've always known of them and that they are critically acclaimed and REM revered them, etc., etc. But it was great to read this book and read about how they made all of their records and not know the music as opposed to like being a super fan and reading. And now I'm going to go back and, you know, explore their catalog and body of work, knowing the stories behind these songs, but not actually knowing the music. Um, it's an interesting way to sort of get introduced to, a, to an artist. Um, and let's see, finally, oh, and I, and I finished finally the fifth season by N.K. Jemison. I can't wait to read the next two books. And let's see, music. I guess one song I really liked uh, that I listened to in the last couple of weeks is um Woyo is it Woyoya by Anais Mitchell um and my friend Josh Kaufman and Kate Stables from This Is the Kit. I think it's an old folk song they recorded. It's really nice. Um W O Y A W O Y O Y A. I think if you search for Anais Mitchell on like streaming services, you get to it. Um and she's hot lately because um her musical Hades Town won all those Tonys. Um so. Anyway, and Western Stars by Bruce Springsteen. Pretty good album. Pretty good album. Guess that's it. I'm going to wrap it up for this um, very quick Conrad Life Report. Friday, June 28th. Um, I feel like this is the beginning of Do the Right Thing because it's sunny outside now. And I'm going to say it's going to be a hot, going to be a scorcher today out there. It's going to be 91 degrees here in New York City. So stay hydrated, which is what a guy in the parking lot said to me at, at at the Dead Show. And I actually like remembered that when we went into the show and I bought me and my friend Pete two huge bottles of water and I think it saved saved us both <laughs> that night and the next day so yeah this this upcoming holiday week um here stay hydrated that that's my advice um all right so for for me here um in Oliver's room in Carroll Gardens uh June 28th 2019 this has been the Conrad Life Report episode 24 Take care, see you next time, and stay hydrated.